Welcome to the Arclight Insights Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. The good news is that the servers are live! We're all excited about it, and we played a little bit, and we've got a lot to talk about. So, how are you guys doing today? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, this is Spanner, by the way. You guys cannot see the cameras this week, because obviously the focus is on the gameplay and, uh, and the changes. Uh, I was very excited. Uh, I got to play... Uh, I finished the the full available PV campaign on the second day. Uh, so it seems like it might be a little bit too easy at the moment, but that's something we're going to discuss in the next minutes. Gora, uh, can you play already? How was your week so far? Um, yeah, week's good. I've got my week off now, so looking forward to that. We're going away for a couple of nights for our wedding anniversary. Um, we're going to a small... Uh, town. Well, it's yeah, it is small. It's like a very touristy town. It's called Handoff in South Australia. Uh, originally, it was settled with like um, people from Germany, so it's got a very German-heavy theme. And um, we certainly like our German food, so that's great for us. Um, beta rollout happened for most people. It seems like, uh, as far as we know, Australia, Canada, and Sweden have missed out. Uh, reasons unknown, really. Yeah, so for anyone wondering why beta is not up in those countries, um, not exactly sure. It's to do something to do with the rollout from Blizzard's end or Google's end, we're not sure. Uh, so hopefully next week it'll be sorted out. And Tap, how are you going? I can see you playing in the background there. Yes, uh, beta came out. It was kind of late here. Soul in the process of moving. So kind of had a rush to get things together and I wanted to start streaming so the people that haven't had beta yet can actually see what's going on. A lot of discoveries, a lot of fun, a lot of things changed up. I uh, can't wait to talk about them. All right. So what new feature do you guys want to talk about first, Spanner? Yeah, so as you can see, guys, on the right side of the screen, you have my uh, game screen, and on the left, you have Taps. Both of us finished the PvE campaign, so hopefully this will help possibly to show a bit more. Um, so we can go by tab by tab. I think that that would make sense. Tab, if we go to the store tab over there, uh, Tap, I will start with you. Uh, can you go through any changes that you have noticed regarding this tab in the game? So we're going to start off in the store. Um, there's a lot of changes, not just with the store, um, that we can start seeing here. A lot of the models have changed. They look great. Um, as you uh, pick up their talents, they have a different look to them. So each model has four different looks. So you got your original look. And then each look with the talent. So every time you put a different talent on, the model changes, which I think is a wonderful touch. Brings more personality to the minions. And you can see Spanner switching up talents uh, to change up the, the models. As you scroll down the store, uh, we see the daily gift. Um, the daily gift can be uh, Bonex XP, I believe, uh, also... Um, coins and then another uh, thing called the big red button I've been trying to find the big red button trying to find someone that has seen it no one has seen it we don't know what the big red button does other than refresh the shop um, we don't know if that refresh adds anything special to the shop um, maybe in the way of everything in the shop has more XP everything in the shop costs less gold um, Right now, it's a speculation. We don't know uh, exactly what the big red button does other than refreshes the shop. Along with the coin pouches, the coin pouches stayed the same. Uh, 500 gold, 800 gold. You can buy the big one three times a week, the little one once a week. They stayed the same. And down here, we have the tomes. The tomes have changed up. You, you still have your basic tomes. But you also have alliance tomes, beast tomes, family tomes, and also leader tomes. 
Uh, the way they work is if you have an alliance tome, you actually get two choices, one always going to be alliance. Same with the beast tome. If you activate the beast tome, one pick will always be a beast. And so on with the leaders, you'll have a pick of a leader every between the two picks. Um, you unlock these at, uh, I believe it was 50, 60, and 70 gold. I mean, 50, 60, 70 skulls. Um, it might be a little bit lower. It might be 40, 50, 60. It's, I flew through it so fast I wasn't paying attention. I should have took some pictures and did a little bit more research. But, it, but overall, the shop looks good. Uh, not much difference in the model, but tons of differences throughout the game. Awesome. And one thing to add as well, here on the top right, you, you guys can see your available balance if you were playing better before. This is the internal game balance. It's not a Battle.net balance. It's just specifically for Arclight Rumble. And as you can see, this is uh, money that I can still spend in the shop. So, Mini and uh, Angora, what do you think about what you're seeing so far in the shop tab in regarding the changes? Um, I really like the family-specific tones. I think it's a really nice touch, especially if you're trying to target a specific faction. Um, and I'm excited to see what the big red button does once someone finally gets it from the free reward. Um, we tried to ask one of the devs, uh, what the percent of getting it was, but he said he didn't want to spoil it for us, so we're not quite sure how long it'll take to, to eventually get one, but I'm excited to see what it does. Current speculation, less than 1%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how how is it going to work? Is it uh, time, is related with the real, real lifetime passing, your chances, or or is it, does it have a chance to appear every time you buy a, a mini or refresh the shop or something like that it's it's hard so, to say yeah from my understanding is it it will show up in the free reward so i would imagine it has a chance to show up every time your free reward refreshes okay uh well hopefully they've got like a accumulative multiple like yeah so it accumulates if you don't get it for like three days, you know, you might have Bad a 50 chance by then. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be nice to see. So you're going to eventually get it no matter what happens. So, yeah. And you guys can see that Tappy's been playing on the on the left side. As you guys can see, the game looks so much smoother now and uh, everything looks better. So they did a fantastic job visually. Um, speaking of uh, that, how's the battery life on your phones going? Uh, I'm not the ideal person to say because I'm using uh, emulators. Uh, have you been playing on your phone tab? Uh, very little. Um, been playing on my tablet, which is plugged into my computers for streaming, so I'm not really worried about battery life. Okay. Yeah, it will be nice to get some feedback I on have, that. Yeah. I have heard from other people that okay. it seems to be better. And I think someone did mention that, like, their phone isn't turning to lava anymore. Oh. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's one thing, the the daily reward, as we know, it's been changed to being four hours, I think. So it can be bonus XP. Can it be any... And the big red button. Can it be anything else? Um. So far, I only had uh, XP to the units. Uh, it's, so it's just like this, and then show some XP. To be honest, it's not a lot of XP. Uh, it's it becomes less and less impactful as your player level and army level increase. Uh, I would like it to be something not so static, uh, something a bit that uh, increases based on the level of your army. So it's always a bit juicy to come here every, every day and and collect that. Okay, so army tab, as you can see there. Uh, we have these new models that are based on the talents that you have equipped. Uh, you have there my starting minis. I actually, I just took out Chain Lightning there just to, to finish one specific quest that I was having trouble with and I put my um, well pegs. But generally I've been playing just 
all my first boss kills were with the starting minis. Um, there will be a, a bunch of new talents. All the units have three talents available now. Uh, all of us will probably comment on one or two in the following minutes. And then at the end of this video, uh, of this podcast, uh, I will scroll and show you all the new third talents one by one, just for the sake of convenience. And uh, up, uh, use, having a look at this uh, new army tab, uh, we also have here the, the trait selector, so you can filter units by trait. Is there anything else differently that you noticed up or you guys just by looking at uh, our screens at the moment? Uh, there's a nice filter to find units over on tab screen. Yep. So look at that. It's really useful. It will help uh, minimize minimize the Valor slot errors that people can commit. So how can people use this? Let's see, for example, if I go here to Hogger, and I know that on the top right, it needs to be a unit with cycle, right? So I can come here and just press uh, cycle there. And now I am shown all the units in the game that have cycle. So I know which units can fit over there. So this will help uh, players don't make mistakes and get themselves locked in bad Valor choices. We still suggest everyone that is not in beta yet to have a look at the arclightbase.com website and uh, plan your decks in advance. So when it's time to choose the bottom row traits, you already know what you're doing and you won't do mistakes. But this definitely goes a long way towards helping people. So, uh, yeah, the biggest thing I can say the benefit is, is you can immediately see how many minis are available for that slot in your in, in the entire game. So if you pick something that's pretty niche, uh, like Siege, you can see there's only six uh, minis at the moment on Spanner's screen on the right. Where if you pick, say, uh, Flying, Flying? Okay, let's go to flying. Um, let's go to to uh, cycle. There's always a lot of minis with cycle. Yeah, so, okay, there we go. Cycle. We've got, uh, what, 14? 14, yeah. Yeah, so immediately, cycle's looking a lot better than siege. Mm -hmm. they, you cannot filter by families. It's, it's only actual traits. What's the middle button do? Uh, spell? spell, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's handy. That just brings up all the spells. Yeah, and then you can combine, guys. You can combine. Okay, I want to spell, so spell, but cycle. cycle. And this will give mm, you the options. So you can play around with uh, with uh, a lot of... Which combination of... Uh, obviously, this cannot exist because uh, you can only have one of those. You can only be flying range or ground unit. And obviously this the same for here. What is this, by the way? Okay. That's cycle, isn't it? No. Wait. No, that's a... Uh... That... So this is single unit. This oh, is... Squad. Oh, AOE. Squad. AOE. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So... Okay, okay. Okay, so it looks like we can select one from the left top left which is uh ranged flying or melee um okay. you can then select one from the top right which is aoe damage uh squad minis and then a single and then the trait unit. yep and then the trait down the bottom okay. but it automatically grays out the trait at the bottom that aren't available for the selections above okay awesome that's pretty neat that's really neat. So you can see, oh, I want a ranged um, AoE unbound. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that. There's no mini in the game like that currently. They may add that in. Okay. But so, at least it tells you if you're looking for a certain combination, you can immediately see, oh, there's not that, not that combination in the game. 
awesome yeah definitely it's really useful uh, but to be fair at the moment it probably b benefits uh, experienced players uh, almost as much as new players because you can actually see okay i need enough single target and enough aoe i need to mix some physical damage with elemental and all that so you can use these filters to create a deck that is really versatile and has different types of damage and uh so this is useful for everyone it's it's really good, good mm. to see yeah um tap spanner question yep. you know how the safe pilot pops up every now and then um and tells you about the new features yeah does she pop up and tell you about that function to search okay that's a very good question i have not noticed that i i was kind of zooming through the game because i, I just wanted to finish the pv campaign quickly but i have not noticed the safe pilot uh teaching you anything about uh, this filter here what about you top have you noticed anything no, I did not see anything, uh, explanations of the, the tab here. I, I kind of found it out just like going through during the stream and, and yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder what this button is. Yeah, that's a really good point, Gora. Uh, one would hope that they are working on it, but if not, uh, we will direct uh, the devs to this uh, section of the podcast so they can get the feedback that it will definitely help people to have some sort of understanding about the filter um i, I would suggest to do the field the training like twice or do a basic version and then on like a more in-depth version hmm? a little bit later to make sure people understand how this works because it is mm -hmm. very powerful and very helpful oh for sure for sure all right uh and oh and by the way no valor reset yet at the moment still not implemented in the game so uh finally on this top is where we can see the new talents and we're just gonna go through a couple uh gora do you want to start us off with some talents that uh, piqued your curiosity or something you want us to show um i believe i do know of one if you go to the fire hammer fire hammer okay there yep and uh, she has the new talent. So, yes, this one. Heightened oh. Rage. Uh, level up when reaching full fury. Uh, I've got an idea behind how to make this really strong. And that's to combine it with Smoke Bomb and the um, talent that makes enemies and allies go invisible. Okay. And then use another cheap spell like Chain Lightning or level 1 Arcane uh, Blast to then get the enemies out of stealth to re-engage your Fire Hammer and you'd want a tank as well there with her to protect her. So the idea is to engage the enemy, get to three stacks on Fire Hammer, she gains a level, pop Smoke Bomb, pop the cheap spell to get the minis back out of stealth immediately. And then she can start to gain fury again and she could probably gain two or three mm. levels per it, it engagement is a, it is a but, fun concept but is it worth to be spending the resources on uh, smoke bomb is it going to give you enough benefit in terms of their that's levels the thing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 fun to theorize <laughs> yeah, i don't sure. think it would be maybe that strong unless you could somehow like get 20 levels on tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be unstoppable. <laughs> Gora, is there any um, any unit, yeah. one of your favorites that you want us to check for the, what is the new third talent there? Um, Not off the top of my head. Does anyone else have one? And I'll um, see if anything comes up. Mini, which one you want to check here? Um, So I've got two talents that I really like. Uh, one is Prowler, where he gives beasts 30% extra damage. Um, I think that'll work really well with chickens or murkai, if you can protect them. Or raptors. Yep, raptors are good too. Because raptors um, get their 60% bonus. So 10% from each nearby ally, and you can have mm -hmm. six of them. Yeah. Um, I've got a Murkai build that uses raptors to um, 
to spend his gold to make murlocs um that i really want to try but i won't be trying it right off the gate so i finally get beta uh because i'll be playing thalnos <laughs> okay. um but my second talent that i really liked was uh the quillbore's new talent where when he pops up he puts a stack of poison on things yep that it is Bram bramble burst uh, i really like that especially on like bosses so you might have a poison build where you get to the boss and you stack up a lot of poison on them but then your push dies um, and you've got all this poison still on the boss and you can extend it a little bit by just putting your quill bore out there and if you can stack it up quickly before you use your quill bore then your quill bore is worth more because he not only gives you an additional stack but he will refresh the duration of everything else that's on it um, so I think that's uh, a pretty powerful ability in certain poison mm. strategies. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It makes sense. Uh, I'm going to try to work on some poison builds later. It looks like there's way more options now. And uh, see if the poison actually works in the game. So with the Griffin Rider, one of the new talents is gain three range. I have noticed in a couple fights, uh, boss fights... Um, that she stays out of range of the boss attacks. Um, especially uh, Devil Sword Queen. She could stand back and do some damage and not even be touched by Devil Sword. And she sits back there just throwing her hammer and doing a lot of damage. Yeah. I, I think this is going to help in a lot of different fights. Kind of like a meat wagon in its range where you could take out towers from long distance and not take any damage yeah my griffin rider soloed the devil sword queen as well so many kind of took the quill bore um i was excited i just seen it in the shop but i don't have enough gold so i'm going to be grinding for some gold to get it i think it'll do very well um right now i have uh deal small amount of damage uh to melee attackers i have noticed that uh it kills the the files bandits As, after one hit to the quill bore it kills them without the quill bore even attacking so this is good i i do want to try the the poison now so is quill spray not in the game currently then did they change it to bristleback yeah it's just they just changed the name gotcha all right so regarding some other talents uh let's pick up the meat wagon here we know that the default talent here that everybody uses is the fillet trebuchet that gives extra range. But now we have um, a Fury as well, which it might make the Meatwagon a bit more competitive in other uses. Uh, so who knows? I, do you guys think people are still going to go for fillet trebuchet or change to greased gears? Um what, which one do you think, guys, is going to be the go-to still? I think it all depends on what you're doing. If you're trying to kill a difficult boss, maybe on Nixia, without your meat wagon being in range to be attacked back, you'll probably still do the range talent. Okay. And uh, finally, I'm just going to go here for uh, Shadow Meld which obviously it's on theme with the Huntress. And now the Huntress gains stealth and ambush. So that's really good because uh, and not only she does a lot of damage in the first attack, but she can just go stealth across the, the map. Um, can you check the leaders? Yeah, which leader do you want to see? Um uh is it the two base leaders okay uh hogger and chowga okay you not markai no not mark yeah go uh her third what did, i think they changed some of her talents i saw somebody oh this is very interesting spirit passage okay. so so spirit passage used to be uh like where she could um she became unbound 
which would allow her to solo tower if uncontested. So okay. I think they probably thought that was a bit overpowered, maybe in PvP. Um, so Minis played for five gold, gain a level and deploy in stealth. So it seems like maybe having one, like five gold cost mini in your Chalga deck now with that talent would be a good idea. Yeah. That's and just... what was the other? There was, an, there was another one I was thinking about. That's the, the original one. The, the roots oh, still here we are. Yep. yep. Uh, cavernous miss deploy cost reduced by one gold she's a two gold cost unit now she becomes a one gold cost unit mm -hmm. so this uh will then also feed back into her leader ability um where unit costs are like uh equalized so mm -hmm. this will potentially be extremely powerful because it saves you a gold Oh, for sure. Um, multiple times during the, um, each match. So this will be interesting to see how people can break this with that talent and some maybe some low-cost minis plus one high-cost mini. And the last one is the Hogger, their Fatal Frenzy on death, bloodlust nearby beasts. So really intensifying the full Hogger beast build. So maybe... Uh, as Minnie pointed out before, you could have raptors and the uh, what was it? The wolf growler, yeah, the growler, yeah, with the three thirty percent extra damage. You know, so you're sort of starting to stack multipliers on top of each other. Awesome. And once again, for more, um, and once again, for to visualize all the new fire talents, you can then go to the end of the video. And we will scroll them there one by one on the screen. Uh, so moving on to the next tab, which are the which is the map. Um, obviously, we have the two new zones, which we're going to showcase. On the left, there you can see that uh, Tap is currently displaying the the gameplay. I think he's grinding some gold in conquest over there. Uh, so let's find the new zones. So one of the new zones is the Dark Shore, as you guys can see, and these are the new bosses. So Markip, and in a in a moment I'm going to ask Tap which which of these bosses he had the most trouble with. So we have the Markip, we have the Luna Claw. You guys can pause here if you want to uh, read the flavor text. Oh no. Some of the flavor text is actually really cool uh, if you take the time to read it and there's they look cool the the zones they have a uh, uh, the maps look uh, a little bit enhanced compared to the previous maps you can see a lot of work went into it top what was your perception of playing in Darkshore. Is there any of the bosses here that you found especially difficult? Uh, how did you find the, the zone compared to the previous ones? The two zones look beautiful. Um, it, a lot more details and uh, a richness in the level design compared to the other ones, but it's new and shiny, so maybe I'm just... Ooh, pretty shiny, new. Um... All the leaders are have different, um, different concepts to them, strategies uh, that we haven't seen in the other maps. Uh, like uh, Lady, she she has two lanes. If you only focus one lane, which I tend to do, I I pick a lane, I I push that lane. Um, with with her, you can't do that because if you're pushing one lane, she's just blowing that lane up. And you can't push as easy. So you kind of have to split your units for your focus one side with your tank. So she focuses on them and then send your damage dealers up the other side. Um, with Shadow Claw, he goes invisible. And I sent flyers in and they're just flying over him. And they're just flying in a big circle because he's not attacking them. And they can't attack it because it's self so you had to kind of change up your strategy a little bit 
you guys any questions about the new zones any uh, did you have a chance to watch gameplay what did you think about it mini and, and gora um i did see tap um playing against lady vash and my comment was <laughs> in the twitch chat she hits hard um that like long range like it is a very long ranged um hard hitting spell uh attack it looked like it was a single target attack but it certainly chunked your minis or it just outright killed them if they were low on the lower health lower gold cost side um so i can see where tap was saying you know you need to deploy like uh, on both lanes to really be effective on that map and i had a chance to look at them too um they the new zones look great um happy they're in the game i think as tap already mentioned the detail on the map is just really nice like on on your screen spanner all the leaves and the little rocks and that that stump that has a blue glowing light in it right there just under the boss that's kind of cool yeah that like sort of reminds you of some of the caves that you'd explore mm -hmm. you know when we're playing like classic wow yeah you know some of the ones in like uh where the druids are inside yeah you know i, I called it a... too much but yeah I, sort of I, giving me memories i called it a stump but i think it's one of the alkin nests actually and not mm. a stump <laughs> when you redo the zones quests they are not they don't feel as easy as uh early by the way guys it's just they are not face roll anymore you need to actually pay attention to what you're doing so uh one of the other new zones is the hinterlands um, we have Valbranch Hex, The Reek, Grim Morgus, Elder Torn Tusk, and Falstad. Um, again, uh, Falstad is one that I really uh, noticed his map. Uh, we did some data digging. Uh, well, we didn't. Uh, someone else in the community did some data digging. And we, we seen some maps that weren't actually in the game. Well, one of the maps is actually Falstad's map, which is uh, a round uh, figure eight map um, that we did not see in the original beta, but we knew it was there. And we were speculating that it was a PV, uh, a 2v2 map or a, a team map, but it's actually Falstad's map. All the bosses seem pretty on par difficulty. Um, Falstad took me a little while since he's flying. You kind of have to do a strategy. He was a bit harder. You, uh, there's one other boss in the game that has flying. Um, you kind of have to like distract him with a beefy unit and put your ranged units behind so you can do damage to it and it's not paying attention to them. Uh, Val Branch Hex... She is very, very hard. It took me a, quite a few uh, plays with this map to actually beat her. She has a very, very long-ranged attack, um, and it hits very hard. Um, well, I'll show you here. Like, even if you drop a unit here, she can attack it all the way back here. Oh, it's stealth, so hold on. <laughs> yes. Your skeletal mages there see, like, Oh my goodness. Holy. She can attack across yeah. the map. Okay, so what she doesn't but, hit very hard. No. She only attacks the closest unit. So what I found was I would send my mobile units up and then drop an unbound unit so he would focus on the unbound new uh unit as i worked my way up and i would just keep on dropping my unbalance up there of course i'm higher level so yeah you're making look way easier than it is in reality with the <laughs> with the level difference yeah the first yeah. experience is it so, can be painful yeah <laughs> so hopefully some of these strategies you see myself spanner and other streamers do will help you out um, there was quite a few people uh, before we got beta that
that we watched that made they made the game look hard because it was the first time anybody was doing it but their strategies and watching them actually helped us uh one of them being gino uh hopefully he comes back to the game oh yeah for sure uh personally the boss that i found the most difficult is the reek uh, it has a very cool mechanic which is once uh I, uh, top is going to show us their actual gameplay once the units get close to him he devours them and uh, he loses some health based on the remaining health of the unit uh, at the moment it is devoured uh it is oh that's interesting yeah <laughs> it's i find Ooh. it i find it difficult because uh at least when i was playing he wasn't losing a lot of health uh for now for example with top there he put the well pegs he lost quite a lot of health, but that's because of the higher level units of top, so they have more health and they cause more health in return. Um, mm -hmm. One thing you can do is uh, try to have uh, different groups of units coming from different angles and approaching him at the same time, because while he is devouring one set of units, as you can see there, the safe pilot was able to keep attacking uh, while the Rick was devouring um, Baron Riven there. So if you find yourself that your units are not causing a lot of damage uh, when he devours them, try to time it then. So you have units doing free damage while the animation of Rick goes on from uh, one unit to another. I found this pretty hard, but that's probably because I wasn't timing very well my different approaches from different sides. So yeah, it, it's nice to to see these all these new mechanics coming in in the maps uh, they could have just like when they do with world of warcraft some of the quests are exactly copies of each other with different names it's nice to see the work they put in so every boss feels special in in their uh, own individual mechanics i hope this is a theme that will continue in further zones being added to the game in the future So as you can see there, I know Tap is probably not paying full attention to his gameplay and he's just doing like random things to show you guys. But as you can see, look at Tap's health. Uh, he's, he's not having a super comfortable time, even having a much uh, higher level army. So that's why I consider this boss to be quite difficult. That's an exciting boss. Uh, it's different than just like putting a bunch of units on the map and then eventually they'll get to it and kill it i like the mechanic of that one i noticed and tap pointed out before the new safe pilot animation uh it looks really cool um like the little cir deploy circle the gets faster and faster the reticle um as she's coming in it gets like faster the closer she gets to the impact just a neat little visual uh upgrade from before yeah, absolutely. And one thing we noticed that the uh, professor was watching uh, my stream there and he, uh, he made a comment which is actually good observation. It looks like they did some sort of uh, accessibility pass because a lot of elements in the screen, like the reticle there, uh, some of the circles, they are much more prominent, so they are much easier to be able to be spotted on mobile phones, for example. And it just makes the game cooler and easier to identify mechanics, so... Good job on them for working so hard to, to, to make that happen. I agree. Um, the circles are definitely easier to see. Uh, where I really noticed was this fight. Um, before in the previous version, it was just a blue circle that went around the map. But as you see here, they actually added a tornado ice effect that actually looks really good when it goes across yeah. um, towers and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah. Tap showed us this before. This animation looks really cool. Uh, the tornado, ice tornado. And then it looks even better when it hits a tower. The effect that it creates now on the tower. I think we're about to see it, by the way. There you go. Look at that. So once it passes over, you're about to see it a little bit better. You can see like the ice spikes coming up around the tower and then the whole tower's covered in frost as well. And then it shatters off. Like once again, Blizzard Art team uh is knocking it out of the park. 
One thing. Yeah, it looks it looks a lot better. I I I don't know if this is the design they had from the beginning, the vision they had, um, and they just didn't have the time and were just trying to do some testing. But this patch really shows what they can do with uh, the mobile with the art design. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks beautiful to be honest. One thing as well that I wanted to point out it. It might be a mechanic that will be implemented with uh, units at, in the future. Uh, in one of the maps here in the Hinterlands, uh, this unit here, the Dream Tracker, it applies sleep and poison to units. So I don't know if this is going to be one of the sort of traits going on in the game later. The ability for uh, units to put others to sleep. That will be interesting to see. Because as you can see, Sleep is in uh, bold letters, which is kind of gives you gives you the feeling of being a trait or or a, spe a special mechanic. It's like a status effect because you got burn, poison, yeah, stun. It's a keyword. Yeah, uh, dazed, slow. Yeah. Can you start it and deploy a mini to see how sleep looks? Oh, sure. I should have done that. Yeah. Uh, let's just put Hogger here. I have a bit of a... Sadly, sadly, he was a little bit too too quick. Let's just let him go around and uh, and we'll get something there. Oh, and... He should go... And there you go. You can see it's a safe pilot there with the Zeds flying. So for a few... That's cool. Yeah. So, oh, look. There's a here as well. Another unit, the, the troll. So this will probably add a lot of depth to the game if they add this. Because uh, it's sort of like a stun, but, uh, but a little bit more creative in a way. The art's fantastic. I'm very happy that it's in the game, for sure. Adding more diversity... Uh, it's maps you can play is going to be just add for a better experience overall. I'm also excited to see what Moonglade is. Um, you can see it's on the map there and tap screen, but it's inaccessible at the moment. But looking forward to that zone being opened at some point too. Oh yeah, for sure. So for people that don't know yet, both Moonglade uh, as a zone and also heroic mode will be added to the game. Nobody knows exactly what heroic mode is the devs didn't want to disclose it yet but uh, there is a, some sort of assumption that heroic mode is going back to elvin forest at uh, level 16 or so uh, army level for the opponents and then uh, redo all the pve campaign again which brings you nicely to around army level 30 to fight onyxia but uh, nobody knows for sure it's just an assumption Hopefully it's something like that, because before the grind to Nixia was pretty hard. I feel like leveling is a lot easier, like the units are leveling. I felt like I was out-leveling uh, the zones faster uh, than before. Before we had to grind a lot when we hit a road uh, a roadblock, mm -hmm. but again, they did lower the level in the zones too instead of every two uh every level they went up by two it's only up by one now spanner your quest on your screen gives a lot of experience for a green quest yeah because uh i'm, I'm already 38 which is quite high because so, I... and if you look at mine i have a blue and only 162 so his green quest gives more than my blue quest because my player level is only 22. Because I bought... Wow. Hold on, stay there on that screen top. So we can see the actual numbers. Look at the difference. Quests, I have plus 93. He has plus 54. It's a big difference there. And look, if I have a new unit, he comes like with two and a half more... Uh, two and a half times more experience than if he buys a new unit. Mm -hmm. And and this is the this is one of the benefits of having a wider mini collection. I pretty much bought all the minis already, and uh, that's why I get so much experience. But talking about that, so 
in the in the past um just real quick in the past uh, we didn't want to expand too much into white collections because then it will be difficult to target uh, the minis that we actually have in the uh, use using at the moment uh, but i think that might have changed because as you can see guys here i have both the griffin rider and the null brute equipped right now and i have two quests straight away with them here so i've noticed it's not 100 of the time that you have the quests feature at least one of the minis currently equipped but i would say it's pretty close to 90 percent of the time i have noticed that when the quests refresh i get at least one of the minis i have equipped sometimes two and if this is actual truth what i believe happened it is a really great change because it means it will be so much easier to target units now uh, doing pve content there you go tap you'll be happy yes and i kind of want a different route i knew the team i wanted to build and I focused on those units and picked up XP from the shop. I picked up the tomes, knowing that I didn't have a wide selection that it would target my my units faster, thinking that I would level faster. I did level very fast, but as you see, by doing that, I limited my army, what, what I could pick, my units, but also limited the XP gain I could have been having if I picked some more units instead of focusing on XP in the shop. Yeah. But as you can see, because I get almost double your experience, basically, it's probably worth it just to get as many minis as possible because uh, even if you don't always target the units you want, which you probably can now, as we saw, um, just the fact that you are gaining more experience across the board, it gives you so much more flexibility uh, in the long run to use many different units in different situations. So in the past, I was, my personal opinion, I was divided between a short collection or a white collection. Let me tell you now, I am quite convinced that buying as many minis as possible in the beginning, it will be beneficial for you. Uh, so, do you want to? Do you want talents though for your main mini still? Or that's that's what I was going to touch on. I think that you'll go small collection first, then wide collection once you get your talents. If you're going to spend any money in the game, um, you'll be able to cycle the shop pretty easily just by uh, buying XP for units that you already have or things that you could maybe use in the future. And then once you have your um, your units that you want and you've unlocked talents, you'll be able to cycle through to those talents pretty easily. Uh, once you have those, then I feel like is the point where you branch out your collection to start getting more XP. Yeah, that, that looks good on paper. Sounds good on paper. But at least maybe I was really unlucky. But what I noticed is, uh, once I got to, to level 25, where I could get talents, uh, and that's something I need to speak about, by the way, in a second. Oh, I'm having so much luck. It's difficult to play like this. Once I get to, um, to 25, I noticed that I wasn't just getting talents. Uh, a, a lot of the times, there was no talents in the shop, and I actually had to buy some units to refresh the shop and then uh, every now and again a talent appears so you can do that if you are willing to be extremely patient uh, and wait for the shop to refresh until actually gives you talents but if you want to grab your talents straight away you're gonna have to buy some units because it's not like every time you buy a talent a fresh new talent just appears there a lot of times it's just another unit after you buy a talent so the strategy sounds good, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. And one thing as well I need to tell you guys, actually, let me get out of here so I can uh, show you. Uh, regarding the talents, when you when the game tells you that you have now talents unlocked, it doesn't necessarily mean so. And I actually wasted a bit of my strategy in the shop because of this. Right, so when 
when you doing this zone i believe is here um you get to a point that you can get 25 uh, skulls let's say that you beat these first four bosses and then it opens the next zone and let's say i kill now mark deep now i have 25 skulls so i get the notification that i unlock talents and this will become ticked and then it says next unlock dungeons so when you see this in your mind you can buy talents now because it says next unlock dungeons and this is ticked that's not the case so i went to my shop and i kept refreshing over and over buying units and the talents just wouldn't appear so later on we realized that until you actually kill grom you will not open the talents regarding if you have 25 skulls or not so do not do the same mistake as me uh kill grom first and then feel free to refresh the shop and hunt the talents you want otherwise you're just spending gold on units and no talents will ever show up do you think they should add next to that 35 skulls 35 skulls and grom defeated yeah 25 skulls and grom or do not tick this do not change the text to next uh, unlock dungeons keep it keep it say next unlock talents on top there and do not tick this and just make it clear somehow right i mean uh, or or another thing they can do is in when is grom there uh, you have some sort of grayed out icon that actually means that you unlock talents but people cannot see is grayed out instead of it like put some red letters under it or something saying uh this boss must be killed to unlock talents or something like that just to make it obvious for people or yeah or do not let people kill uh Markai or something on the next zone before they kill grom this way they cannot reach 25 skulls before they they kill grom they could do it at least for this zone all right what's uh any yeah that just sounds like a bit of a bug or oversight at the moment so should be easy enough for them to fix that up yeah i mean if if, if i didn't notice brand new players some of them will also not notice so i'm just yeah. trying to, just trying to prevent frustration and that's what we're here for isn't it to test and find problems <laughs> exactly question have you no i noticed the dungeon uh, icons have been updated are there any new dungeon modifiers that you've come across mm, that's a good question so in terms of dungeons i haven't seen any difference apart from uh, when you go to select the trait the the icons of the traits they look different and there was also one new trait that i haven't seen before but sadly i don't remember it right now but pretty much all the other ones they were exactly the same with different icons uh we only had one dungeon so far so it's the one we we know but it could be that there's new dungeons in the rotation that we didn't have a chance to see yet i really didn't see anything different what about you tub uh, other than the symbols, I don't see anything different from in the dungeons. One thing we should touch here as well in this uh, tab is obviously the PvP. Uh, PvP appears to be the same as well. Uh, there is currently a bug that do not let you do PvP after you reach Silver Strategist. Uh, I think it's a bug connect, uh, connected with the talents they have in-game. And if I try to PvP now and I put battle, the game is just going to crash. It's going to give me an error and it's going to crash. So I'm not going to do it. Uh, and obviously, the visuals of the PvP ladder, they look different. Let's just hope that... Uh, there you go. They look different, as you can see. They look more polished. And the, the rewards, you get it as you play. So... Uh, you do not need to wait for the end of the bar to fill up in your rank to get the reward. As you progress through the bar and accumulate points, you you collect the, the rewards uh, as you go along. So, I, I didn't play much PvP in uh, the previous build. Did it show uh, 
your guild team uh, members on this page in the past? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It did? Okay. Yeah, it always did. Yeah, we could see fields yeah, 20,000 and 100 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and regarding the rewards, as you guys can see, the rewards are really good. Especially if you are lower level, these 3,300, uh, sorry, the, the XP that it gives you, it's really useful. This So this one gives you a 3,300 honor. Uh, I noticed I was getting a lot of XP and gold. For every single rank, you get 500 gold. This is a lot of gold. So PvP didn't... It's a lot, like... Just, mm. yeah, it's... Look at all the ranks you go through, like... Look at every single of these ranks. It's 500 gold that I completed. And then you can go all the way up here. Look, every single row is 500 gold. This is so helpful to um, free-to-play players. And all this experience is awesome. You even have faction-specific faction XP tomes. It's really cool. I like what they did. And visually it looks great as well now. And you can see here where your uh, guild members are, which rank they are. So obviously I'm above top, so... <laughs> <laughs> Going now to the guild tops. This is, by the way, something that I find a bit... Uh, it could be awkward at times. Uh, imagine you're streaming. As soon as you click guild tabs, uh, it doesn't even give you a chance like to click chat. Like It just opens the chat. So this might be a bit uh, problematic in the future uh, in terms of kind of privacy or, or strategy within the guilds. Uh, I think when you click the guild tab, it should not automatically show the chat. It should be an option for the person to open the chat or not. But regardless of that, this is the guild tab. So, Mini, what you, what's your impressions at the moment of this tab? Um... They are the same impressions that I had during the last build. Um, I was really hopeful that guilds in this build would be something different because right now they're just a chat room. Um, I was hoping they would add like a daily check-in or something where you like donate a bit of gold and then the guild can use the gold to uh, upgrade different guild perks, maybe increase the amount of gold that everyone in the guild gains by a small percentage or maybe xp or just like quests where it's like today complete 30 quests over the course of all of your members and then everyone gets a little bit of gold or something like that um i feel like there's a lot that they could do with guilds and a lot of it is missing it definitely needs to be more than a chat room by the time uh we had the soft launch 100% agree. And uh, Gora, looking at the screen, what you can see here that is already problematic? <laughs> uh, random people joining in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think pretty much everything Mini brought up, um, I'm going to have a guess and predict that there's going to be a, like, a co-op guild update at some point before uh, launch and uh, I'm guessing that will bring in pretty much every feature that they want to bring in and then from there we can have a look, test, give feedback, suggestions on things that we'd like to see added in, um, you know, make guilds uh, private by invite only or you can submit an application to join or just open where anyone can join. You know, there's three simple options that the leader can select um, straight away. And then also, I'm guessing they're going to integrate uh, like Battle.net friends into the game as well. So yeah, that'll be nice. you can find your friends, you know, nice and easily and all join the same guild, you know, pretty much seamlessly. Um, and then we know co-ops coming um in some form or another and so with bnet then you could you know easily go oh i want to play with this friend today and click a button join up off you go you know so can't wait to see what they're going to bring in 
and I'm sure the art team will probably have something to make even guilds look great in the guild tab and the chat and stuff. Yep. Absolutely. agree with you. The one thing... The one thing I noticed is when I was playing Hearthstone uh, yesterday, when I looked at the Friends tab, it showed Spanner, and it showed that he was playing Arclight Rumble, and it had the Arclight Rumble symbol next to it, which I didn't notice before. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, that's new. Okay. Maybe they're slowly working on it. They just haven't officially implemented it yet, but they're getting the back end sorted out. Obviously, uh, devs, please give us the functionality to remove people from the guilds. Because you, you reduced from 100 to 25, and now look at this. Uh, some of my guildies did, don't even have a chance to lo log in yet because of the issues we're having. And, mm -hmm. and now we have people here in the guild, I have no idea who they are. And either now I need to be messaging them and praying that they are kind and leave. If they actually will log in again, because I don't know who they are. They can add a thing where an apply button instead of a... We we do need kick, but apply so uh, you can either accept or decline their uh, exactly application. Just make the guild private with with a apply or a password or whatever. I know he's still just testing and nobody really cares about this too much, but uh, it's kind of weird we could be using this as a communication between the guild and play together and watch each other progress and we we can't if we cannot fit everyone we have in the slots available thanks for watching everybody uh i hope you enjoy the changes of the 0.9.5 patch uh let us know what you think about them in the comments below and you can find um Arclight Insights, obviously, if you're watching this podcast, you've already found them. But I run the Arclight Battery on YouTube. It's a new channel. Um, you can find a link to that in the description below. But I appreciate you watching, and thank you so much. Over to you, Tap. Um, I want I want to start off by saying uh, I know we've given the team some uh, negative feedback in the past, um, some criticisms, but... I think they blew it out of the water with this patch. I know there was some delay, uh, but everything looks beautiful. Everything seems a lot more smoother. I know there's a few bugs, but it happens. I think the game is in the right direction, uh, heading in the right direction. Uh, I can't wait to see what else they have in store. Uh, we know that there's heroic modes, there's new areas, there's... Uh, Dungeon, uh, what is it called? Uh, raids. Uh, there's so much more with it that we know that are coming that we haven't seen yet. So I think um, we're going to see a lot more and we're going to be really surprised in what this team can do with a mobile game. So I, I want to thank them for their hard work. Uh, again, uh, I, we appreciate everybody uh, coming out, watching, uh, listening, uh, whatever. Uh, application you guys are on either youtube spotify apple play um uh, but thank you uh spanner and i have been streaming so please check us out uh you should find us in the comments below yeah i can go next uh yeah uh, top sniper has been doing a fantastic job streaming covering the game i've been watching him myself and uh he's gracious to also have me there in voice uh so it's even more enjoyable for me to be part of his stream to a certain extent. Uh, so his link will be the very first thing we're going to put in the description of this video because he's doing so well. Uh, thanks for uh, for Gore and uh, to Gore and Minimanlo for coming here, supporting us today, uh, giving the impressions of on the patch. I also think they did a fantastic job. Uh, still a bit not 100% happy with the couple of bugs that are still there and the lack of ability to play PvP further and uh, co-op still not there, raids not there, guild systems, but let's give them time. Good things take time to build and hopefully that is the case. Uh, thanks to everyone in the guild and I won't talk anymore. I'll just pass it to Gora now. Have a good week. Um, yeah, thanks again everyone for tuning in and listening and watching.
Um, this patch seems really good. Um, like every patch, it seems to have a few teething issues, but that's beta for you. You know, you got to if it's if it's bug free, it's not beta, is it really? Uh, the two new zones look good. The new bosses look good. The maps look good. The art team has yeah knocked it out of the park, as I said before. Um, can't believe they've gone to all the effort of giving a different um, mini uh, look on the um, cards for all the different talents you can have equipped. Like that's um, a lot of extra work that I guess some people might not even realize, but it looks really cool. Um, and that's really nice to see. And um, yeah, just can't wait to see where this game goes. It's shaping up to be really good. And hopefully we'll have official patch notes uh, for next week uh, that we can go through and we can see how much we found ourselves and how much we've missed. That'll be interesting and should be some fun. So make sure you tune in next week. Thank you and see us.